Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always, Shauna K. Shauna, you miss your so. <laughs> Usually you're just like that. Yeah. Wrong, you're alright? Yeah. You take one week off and you just now, you don't understand how the thing go? I don't mean I'm washed. <laughs> <laughs> That's Shauna K. Queen Shauna herself is here for the show today. Um, Shauna, how are you doing? I'm fine, I'm fine. You happy to be here? As always. In the Damien Michael movie studio. Yes, cool and yeah. Cool and outside. Yeah. We've had a whole week of rain, but today is just a hot day outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a good show for you today. We have a lots of news. We have the top five box office, and Shauna and I are going to discuss one of the most controversial movies of the year, the Joker movie. I was going to give our takes on that, our little reviews for that. It might not be what you expect. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a good show for you today. Be warned. Be warned. You have been warned. Be afraid. Be very <laughs> afraid. Um, so yeah, Shana, how you been? How have you been up to? I, I hear I you finally been... healed of your, your sickness. Yeah. I mean, September was just not my month. No. It's just different, different ailments and stuff. So I feel, I feel much better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, Heal now. That's good. Did yes. you ever end up drinking the tea? No. So you see, if you had drank tea, <laughs> you, you would have been healed so much faster. I'm you, fine, Damon. You, Thanks for your concern, but I am fine. Tea, tea is what like Wolverine drinks to get his regeneration acting that way. Like if if <laughs> if if you drank tea, you'd have been like Wolverine. You'd get a oh, cut and it would okay. heal up real quick. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, you doesn't you just ignoring me completely. You're not, you're not <laughs> taking me on at all. Um. All right. Well, so, so, um, have you have you had any Shauna adventures recently? Have you been watching any movies at home? Yeah, you know? I mean, it's October. It's usually horror month. Yeah, you, you so have you started watching horror mo- movies? From yet? the uh, month started, I've been watching some oldies. What What have you been watching recently? I watched a uh, movie called The Plague of the Zombies. It's from the sixties. Mm-hmm. I also watch another zombie movie. I don't remember its name, but there's one. There's a West Craven one called. Uh, the serpent and the rainbow. Mm. And you know the funny thing about it, Damien, I just randomly added these movies. I didn't watch any trailers, didn't read up on it. I was yeah, just yeah, going yeah. surfing through the net, randomly added them. And I said, All right, I'm going to watch these three movies first. Okay. And what I was not expecting was the content. What do you I mean, mean the content? I mean, it's not... Is it, is it gory? Um, No, it's not that gory, but... Mm-hmm. You know that, you know, zombie movies, usually it's the uh, plague or the virus spreading. But yeah, yeah, yeah. These ones are actually rooted in voodoo. Mm. Asian voodoo. Is, is one of them, is that have, um, what's the main actor? In, there's a, a movie about a guy who goes to Haiti and, and voodoo is what brings zombies or, or people back to life. Um, mm-hmm. The I, Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, who is in that? It's Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, right? Yes. I've seen that one. I saw one. that this week. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird movie. <laughs> it's very strange. I, I thought it was interesting though. It's an I interesting mean, one, definitely. Because, yeah. I mean, coming from what I'm used to with the zombie genre, um, it was. I mean, these three movies, I had no idea that they were all yeah. um about voodooism and stuff but it, they, they are interesting they were good watches for me yeah i mean the, the zombie movies you know i mean zombies as a as a cultural thing there's plenty of 
religions and, and spiritual you know, uh, groups out there that have a version of zombies in mm-hmm. their history. I mean, even you know, Revelations in, in the Bible talks about the dead rising mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so yeah, it's funny because that same movie, I stumbled upon it just on TV one day. I was just mm-hmm. flipping through channels and it just happened to be there and I was watching it and I got really just immersed in it. Um, so we kind of came across the movie in the same way. Where we, I had no prior knowledge of it. I just watched it for the first time. And I think that's the best way to watch that movie. Cause it is mm-hmm. very strange. Um, but it's a good movie, though. It's a good one. I have not gotten to watch my horror movies yet. Um, Are you going to? I doubt it. <laughs> you, you know me. I just I say I'm going to something and then I'm just yes, not going to end up watching. doing it. You're probably going to watch that it. one or two horror movies for the whole month. I mean, I'm definitely I'm going to rewatch Vampire in Brooklyn because that, that was a good time last year. Um, if yeah, you, I remember you telling. If, if, you, if you don't know, Vampire in Brooklyn is a great movie. Eddie Murphy plays a vampire. He's really bad at it. Like it's, it's really terrible acting. Um, watch, you know, I watched it last year. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really funny movie. Um, I don't know if I'll watch the whole thing this time because it's kind of um, too long for the joke. Like it it, it stops being hilarious and it just becomes like a movie. Just, mm-hmm. You can only watch bad acting for so long. Um, but uh, I watched Dark Knight recently. Mm-hmm. Um, all the the Joker stuff that's been going on, all the Joker talk, you know, made me nostalgic to rewatch that movie. So I just rewatched that. Still great, right? Still great. Still holds up. Um, still the best Joker. Shh, that's for later. Shh. That's for later. That's a that's a preview, folks. Um, <laughs> but no, other than that, um, as you can see, you got your own desk here. Um, yes, I do. Usually, Shauna is like, you know, Shauna and I were, were itching up. We're, we're <laughs> hitching up against, you know, one end of the desk. She gets like the, the smaller end or yeah, she gets like on the... Yeah, like a small section and I corner. Mean, <laughs> it, 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 it was the best we could do at the time, but you have your own desk. Um, unfortunately, that desk came at the cost of a dear friend of the show, Shauna's red headphones. I was mm-hmm. really excited for people to see your red headphones on the camera, but... You know, I when when I was building a desk, I wanted to just you know listen to the music at the same time, kind of get into the you know Tony Stark building things in his office zone. Um, and as I was doing it, like I, I tripped over, my knee fell into you know that part where the the wires come together. Mm-hmm. My knee went in there and it pushed down on the headphones and it just dead. Oh wow! Dead. Um, they're still in that trash. If you want to give them a proper burial. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you, you have headphones today. Um, so you're not completely at a loss, but I did feel bad cause like there's been times where I said, Shauna, those are the worst headphones you have. We have better ones that you can use. And Shauna says, no, I want my red ones. So wow. I knew that you had an attachment to them and I felt really bad for breaking <laughs> them. So my sincerest apologies, Queen Shauna, please forgive oh. me. Um, You'll think about forgiving me? Yeah. That's all I can ask for, really. <laughs> um, all right, so why don't we get into the top five? Um, Sean and I, we both saw a movie this weekend called Joker. I'm sure plenty of you have also seen it. Uh, if you want to give us your thoughts on the Joker, please use the hashtag movie money uh, when you're discussing it, or if you want to talk about it with us, you want us to see it on Twitter, or you can Twitter us. Twitter us. You can at us on Twitter. I'm at Damien Movies, D-A-M-I Movies, and you can uh, at Shauna. Are you at Broke Film Critic? Yes, I am. Right. Okay. So she's Broke Film Critic on Twitter. Just at either one of us if you want to talk about the Joker movie. Um, it'll most likely end up in an argument. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's get into the top five. Uh, I'm not going to show you the top five this week on the screen. Not just yet. Eventually, I will. Um, really? Because I want to keep it... Because I know you haven't seen it this week. Oh, and I want okay. it to be a surprise. Um, but... You know, at number five, we have a movie that has been in the top five for a little while 
And it is the first of two clowns in the top five this week. It is It Chapter 2 at number five. It made $5.3 million this weekend with a total domestic gross of $200 million. That's on a budget of, again, I keep forgetting the budget every week because it's not telling me on the screen. Um, but it's, it's what? It, um, 60 to 70 million. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember it was much lower than we expected. Um, worldwide, it has made $436 million. And um, that is lower than the previous It movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous it movie made worldwide seven hundred million. Uh, this is trailing behind that, but I mean, you make five hundred million dollars at the movies on a budget of seventy. That's a success. And oh, it's, definitely. Yeah, it's it's. I, do you think it's gonna reach five hundred million? Oh, pro- probably not. Yeah, because uh, there's a, there's you know competition is coming out. The Oscar movies are coming out, and um, I uh, I think end of year there's usually one or two big budget ones. Nothing is coming to mind. I mean, Jumanji is coming out. Oh, and Star mm. Wars. That's also mm-hmm. coming out. But that's later on in December. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to make $500 million, but it's still done really, really well um, for its budget. Uh, number four, we have one of my favorite movies of the year. We have Hustlers making mm-hmm. $6.3 million this weekend. It was at number three last weekend. It dropped down by one. Um, and it has made ninety-one point. Three million dollars domestically with a budget of 20 million dollars. Uh, the worldwide numbers for that is 110 million. So I don't know if it reached 100 million last week because we weren't we didn't do a recording last week, but the week before that, we were predicting that it was going to make 100 um, mm-hmm. in the following week. So it's gone past 100 million and it definitely deserves it. Like it's, um, oh, definitely. Um, too bad it couldn't hit 200, but yeah. We are still grateful. Hustlers is great. Everybody go and see it. Yeah, everybody should go and see it. Um, it's, I mean, it's made five times its budget and more, so it's a success. Um, you know, it, it's a, I think it was definitely one of those that was being pushed along by the word of mouth because everybody heard about J-Lo's performance and everybody mm-hmm. wants to see a good performance like that. Um, number three, we have Downton Abbey. It was at, this is the third week in the top five. It was at number two last week, and now it's at number three. Um, it has made $8 million this weekend with a total domestic gross of 73.6. Uh, Downton Abbey has made $135 million worldwide. That is insane yeah, that's for the Downton more, Abbey that, movie. That's, that's more than even Hustlers, yes. which is a more popular movie, so... Yeah, go downtown. I mean, uh, it's on a budget of, I think, like $30 million. Uh, let me just clarify I that. I really didn't see this movie being this, this yeah. heavily received. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I know that the, the, the series was popular, but I didn't know it was that popular. Yeah, where, yeah. You know, fans, loyal fans would actually flock out to the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all, the, of all the things that somebody would have guessed would be popular enough to make a movie off of it. Downton Abbey was not one that was on my list. Mm-hmm. Like, look exactly. at even Breaking Bad is getting a movie, but it's being put on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? And that's one of the most popular shows of the last. I'm wondering if the uh, studio is reconsidering now. <laughs> yeah, saying, that's should just open it in theaters. Well, I mean, Breaking Bad has a pretty big following on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Better Call Saul, which is the sequel series of Breaking Bad, which is still ongoing, it gets released um, instantly to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, in fact, it comes up as a Netflix original show, which it's not. It's an AMC show, but yeah, Netflix has the streaming rights to it. So I guess they're trying to keep it within that kind of, you know, um, sequencing. I mean, I know Breaking Bad, or not Breaking Bad, 
El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie that's coming out, is going to be in theaters, um, but in limited release. It's not mm-hmm. going to be, you know, everywhere. Um, but yeah, Downton Abbey is, is very surprising, as you said. Um, and, you know, good for them. I haven't seen a single episode of the series, but I've heard good things and I've been hearing things that make me actually want to go out and see it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever end up doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think we're going to get that movie? For what? Downtown Abbey. Down here. Um, you know, I'm surprised we haven't yet. Um, I don't... This, what's coming out this week is uh, Gemini Man, which I know that mm-hmm. people are looking forward to seeing because they love Will Smith. And um, there was some... Uh, Adam's, Adam's Family is coming out. Mm-hmm. The animated Adam's Family movie is coming out this week. Um, or at least that's what the paper said. The glorious paper. Um... But yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get down to Abbey. If it if we do get it, maybe in like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully. But I, I mean, I'm sure it's a movie that is fine being watched on your laptop. I mean, the the TV show is mm-hmm. probably the same quality as the TV show. It's probably not missing much mm-hmm. by not seeing it on a big screen. So, uh, number two, we have Abominable at twelve million dollars this weekend with a total domestic gross of thirty seven point eight. It has a budget of seventy five million, and uh, worldwide it has made. 76 million. Okay, sorry about the pause there. I just <laughs> was I was confused about the numbers. Uh, 76.3 million dollars worldwide on a budget of 75 million. So it's past its budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's being considered a success. I mean, it's it's not doing very well domestically. Mm-hmm. It's doing half of its budget. Um, you know, it's it's basically being matched worldwide. It's not like the. I mean, I feel like with How to Train Your Dragon ending, I feel like DreamWorks wanted a. a another flagship, you know, animated series to, to lean on. Um, I don't think Abominable is it. Um, I mean, I saw it. You haven't seen it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I figured you would have no interest in seeing it. Wait, um, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, it, must, um, it was a slow week. It, <laughs> honestly, it was a slow here, week. here's what the choices were. It was Abominable or that um, Bruce Willis, Michael <laughs> Chiklis movie, 10 Minutes Gone. I cannot blame you. You know, I went with Abominable. Um, oh, it was also Rambo, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to see Rambo, um, which is sad because I like Rambo. I wish the movie were better or, you know, reported as being better, but it, apparently it sucks. Um, but no, I saw Abominable. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's very charming. It's not as good as, you know, How to Train a Dragon or, mm-hmm. um, you know, other animated movies. It's not one of the greats, but it's definitely better than the usual crop of animated movies that come out um there's the one, definitely yeah like the ahead. ones that aren't marketed enough yeah and they just pop up out of nowhere out of nowhere very yeah. cheap you know um it's better than something like secret life of pets which is decent in my opinion but i would never watch it again i would actually watch this again um like if it's on tv i'll watch like one or two scenes because it's very well animated mm-hmm. you know very um creatively designed um, you know, uh, the music is great in it. It's just, it's a very interesting movie, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, you know, hit the same, the, the big notes that say something like a Pixar movie does yeah. or something like How to Train a Dragon does. So, um, you know, it's, it's good, just not great. Um, but it's not making that much money. Uh, I'd probably, I, I don't remember what I gave it. I think I gave it a half price. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, still go see it. I still mean, still go see it. Yeah. I'll, I'll see it, but. When it's streaming. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. 
By the way, Damien, yes. why didn't you show me the top five? I'm going to tell you, this is why. This is why. Because if it's the number one movie. No, no, no. It's not. Okay. You know what the number one movie is. Yeah. And I know the numbers. Oh, you know the numbers. So that's why? No, no, no. Because I figured you told me you didn't see the top five. I figured you didn't know how much the money the movie made. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's okay. all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, because. I just didn't see the list like one to five, but oh. I know. Well, then fine. You can see the top five. Really? Really, <laughs> Damien? I thought you were going to sh- like tell no. me that something was number two. Like, you know, like something. Listen, listen. I know you've been watching football and then you took, you know, taxi to get here. I figured you didn't have time to check Twitter to see what the numbers were. So I figured, oh, this would be a great big surprise. Really? No, And now it's, it's, now it's worth nothing. All that no, was worth it, nothing. It, no, I mean, it's big build up to nothing. I because know. I saw these numbers from like 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's a big build up to nothing. Exactly <laughs> why we're talking about the Joker movie. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, yeah, so the Joker movie is at number one, surprising absolutely nobody. But mm. what is surprising is it made $93.5 million that in was its opening weekend. That was surprising for you? Well, surprising in the sense that I didn't expect it to make this much. Oh, for um, real? I thought it would break 100. You thought it would break 100? <laughs> yeah, okay. honestly. I, I thought it would be maybe in the 70 million oh. Um, oh. at best. But here's the big kicker. Worldwide, it has made $234 million. Mm-hmm. That is a huge opening. Oh, definitely. Um, You know, the, I think... Let me look up the numbers for Venom because Venom mm-hmm. is the the biggest thing you can compare it to. Because mm-hmm. um, Venom, it, it slotted Venom's weekend opening weekend record as well. Yeah, for October. Yeah, because Venom. Uh, let me see the opening weekend for Venom. Let me see because Venom made eight hundred and fifty six million dollars in its final, um, you know, run, and in in the same weekend as Venom. Because um, Venom opened on the fifth of October, Joker mm-hmm. opened on the fourth, one year later. Um, so this seems to be comic book villain weekend, clearly. But Venom opened with eighty million dollars, and that was a huge deal at the time because it was, you know, it was unexpected. It was a huge num- um, release. It was a huge opening for October, and it's been shattered by Joker, which has made thirteen million dollars more. Um, but as I said, you know, Venom opened or Venom finished with eight hundred fifty-six million. I don't know if Joker will make that much. It probably will because people have been talking about it nonstop. And even if they're not talking about it in the great light, people are still interested just to see it for themselves to make mm-hmm. their own opinions on it. Um, and plus, with an opening of 234, Venom is, uh, not Venom, Joker is on it, well on its way to be a hugely successful movie. Oh, definitely. Um, what about, now, now with, with, superhero, with comic book properties, we always have to ask, Will this make a billion? Shauna, what do you think? I uh, know. I think it will probably I think it will probably be around the same as Venom. As Venom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I c- I could see that definitely happening, but um I mean people love the character of Joker a lot. Just based on that alone, I would say it has more legs than something like Venom. Um it might be just shy of the billion, but if it does make a billion, you're going to see a lot more movies like this. Because this has gotten people talking about comic book movies in a way that they haven't before outside of, you know, the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, with Venom, nobody was really talking about it as, like, moving forward the um, the genre outside of, you know, it's an interesting character that people liked and they made a movie of it. But I think with Joker, the, you know, the style in which it's made and, and the way it, it tries so hard to be different from other comic book movies... I think that's definitely going to make studios pay attention and say, let's try and do something like Joker. 
um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Now, what we're going to do now is going to talk about Joker a little bit before we go into next week's top five and then the news um, because we both saw it and we both have pretty strong opinions on it. Um, you know, I still can't believe that. That's why you weren't showing me the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just like it sometimes. It just, your plans don't always work out. Yeah. I, I honestly was like, this is going to be a huge surprise. You're going to be like, wow, it's going to be a great moment. But now the only great moment is that I did something stupid, which is every week. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Joker movie, it is finally out. People yeah. have been talking about it nonstop since it was shown at the Toronto International Film Festival, or TIFF. Um, and that was about a month ago, month and a half ago. And Shauna, what were your impressions of Joker after seeing it? I felt nothing. <laughs> Damien, I watched it last night, and honestly... Are you saying the I winner felt... of the Venice Film Festival, Golden Lion, yeah. caused, which is one of the most prestigious awards exactly. for movies in the world, made you feel nothing? Yeah, I felt nothing after watching it, and mm. I cringed at parts of it and yeah trust me people the only reason why i would even recommend this is because i want you to see how good joaquin phoenix is yeah because he kills it he dons the joker suit and makeup he is absolutely incredible yeah but everything else around him wow it's I mean, underwhelming um so there was a there was a moment i was watching the movie and i was you know, I was engrossed in learning about the character mm-hmm. um, because before he is Joker, he is Arthur Fleck, who is this man who suffers from a mental illness. Um, it's unclear exactly what mental illness that is because, you know, throughout the movie, he, he says he has this condition where he, he laughs, laughs at inappropriate yeah. moments. You know, there's one moment where he's you know, playing peekaboo with a kid on the subway and... <laughs> just breaks out and laughs. Yeah, because the, the mom, cuss, the, the mother of the kid cusses him out saying, leave my kid alone. And, you know, Arthur feels bad about it because he's just like, he was just playing with the kid and he starts laughing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. And he has these little cards that, you know, tell him, tell people, you know, why he's laughing. Um, and it gets him into trouble sometimes because sometimes he can't get those uh, mm-hmm. cards out. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not the easiest time for Arthur, right? He goes around the city. He works as a clown because his mom told him that he is someone who's going to bring joy and laughter to people's lives. But people don't really laugh at him. They kind of just beat him up like mm-hmm. multiple times throughout the movie, you know, make fun of him. And uh, it's, it really does make you feel for the character. Like they do a great job of establishing what his world is, his day to day. And, you know, you're with it from the get-go on that. I think the problem with this movie for me is there's there's no opposing force to Arthur, you know? There's nothing that... I mean, outside of people being mean to him and stuff, um, there's nothing that he is, is, you know, going against to prove something, you know? He's, He's basically just going against society, and the movie doesn't really want to pick an issue that he's going against with, you know. At, at one point, it, they're talking about wealth inequality. At another point, they're talking about, um, you know, society's treatment of mentally ill people. And it, it goes through all these different messages, but never really chooses one. And so you're kind of just watching Arthur just live his life. Mm. And it kind of doesn't feel like there's a point to it for much of the movie. No. 
you know, and I had the exact, you know, feeling you're feeling, uh, you know, in the middle bit of it where I was just like, yeah, where is point? this going? You know, yeah. you're just kind of just watching interconnected scenes that are just one after the other of showing yeah. things happen, but, but it doesn't really feel well, like... That's Damien. It's all familiar. It's not like it's something that we have never seen before. Yeah. It's all too familiar. But let me tell you one issue. What I felt like they should have dived into his background more. Yeah. I think so, because what the movie is trying to paint is like, don't trouble the mentally ill or mm-hmm. else, you know, this is going to happen to you. And yeah. that's what that's the message that the movie painted more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And honestly, before I don't usually get into the controversies and stuff on Twitter, but after watching the movie for myself, I can tell you that that was a message that he was trying to paint. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the, so there's a there's a moment where, you know, he's he's trying to get help for his mental illness and it proves very difficult not just because of you know the way people treat him but also the way that you know the society does not provide for people like him to get proper treatment um and there's there's kind of a, a you know because he doesn't get the 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 treatment he needs for his his illness he becomes more and more unhinged and more violent and um there's something that happens in the middle of the movie that kind of turns the, you know the joker clown into this public figure and honestly i didn't really buy that no i didn't really buy I mean, I, people I, you know coming to exactly this guy. that yeah. was so lazy that was lazy it, that, that's the thing what it was that it was because, lazy yeah because Even you can do that you can have him be that symbolic figure you know they do it in every single batman movie yeah. where they show gotham city and how people are miserable and everything and mm-hmm. then batman comes out and they're like well you know what he, at least he's doing something mm-hmm. there was there was no like insight from any other character about what it's like to live in Gotham City outside of Arthur. Mm-mm. So there's nothing to make you go, okay, Gotham City sucks. Here's this guy doing something that, you know, is not necessarily nice, but at least he's doing something that might help the city. What, what there's nothing. Th- that's the thing. He you didn't know? do it. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was, I don't want to say what happened because it's yeah, a very... Yeah, we're not going yeah. to spoil it. But I'll say it's a random act of violence that people are taking and putting it into their own contexts. Now... There's a message there because that's what people do on a regular basis these days. You know, mm. they, they take some, like the, the, the Jussie Smollett thing, right? Even though that turned out to be a disaster. Um, that was a case of nobody really knows what happened. And instantly people were inputting that into their own political messages. Um, uh, but I don't feel like the movie is making that point about how we take random acts and and bring them into our own political gains the movie is trying to say that this guy is you know something he's of a, a mentally loner yeah and and, and they're <laughs> also trying to say you know what he he's got something to say that nobody else is saying and even though his methods aren't great he maybe he has a point and i don't feel like that was um as you said it was lazily done yeah. where they jumped from the the first act of the movie into the second act with the, that whole you know, everybody's wearing clown masks and, and yeah, and, that was just you know, it just didn't even, feel genuine. Even the stuff, the, the Thomas Wayne things, they just don't <laughs> flow in the run of them. The Thomas They're, Wayne thing yeah. bothered me, man. Because here's the thing um, outside of what we're discussing, I think that if this had been a movie about a mentally ill person in the 1970s who was, you know, dissatisfied with. Not, like Travis Bickle, right? In in mm-hmm. Taxi Driver. If this was a story about a guy like that who 
um, you know, he, he has agency over what he does and he decides he's going to go out and do this thing and it causes this movement, you know, I think that'd be a pretty good movie. Um, and for most of this movie, it is. The thing about calling it Joker, though, the character of Joker has always been he does not care about your politics. He doesn't care about your money. He don't care about... He's not trying to make some sort of statement about people other than people are, are you know, animals and we should stop trying to behave like we're civilized. Mm-hmm. So when it reaches to a point where... I mean, this is, this is not exactly spoiling in the movie, but when it, when it kind of establishes its Joker as someone who is trying to be a champion for the people... That's not Joker. Mm-mm. When when has Joker ever in the, the, the comics, TV shows, um, movies? You know, when has he ever cared about people? When has he ever think? When has he ever thought I'm gonna be the voice of the common man? That's not who Joker is. And that's why you can't blame anybody who says this movie is glorifying him. I you you really can't. Blame you really anybody. can't. You really can't because the end of the movie does not. You know. Um, look at what he's doing as a bad thing in fact everybody who he opposes the movie paints in a bad light Mm -hmm. the movie paints i mean so there's robert de niro who plays um you know this this talk show host of uh he had some of the best he he was a pretty he was good he was good in the movie because he really did he you felt like he was one of those like johnny carson or or Mm -hmm. um you know uh jimmy fallon like one of those people who comes out under a late night talk show host um, thing and you know he was pretty good at that um, but the movie doesn't paint him in a good light it paints him as kind of a bully mm-hmm. so you know I mean I felt like for most of the movie you know you weren't supposed to condone Arthur's actions you were supposed to look at him and say you know this is a guy who is taking things that happened to him and processing them in the completely wrong way like he has a very unhealthy relationship with how he determines the things that happen to him um and that's what that that causes him to to commit violent acts and that's that's not okay um but it there there is a point where the movie chooses the side of yeah you know what hoist him up Mm -hmm. and 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 put him as your champion um now of course there's a there's a moment in the movie about at the end where it kind of makes it seem like not everything you saw in the movie was real um, you know, it kind of, it, it leaves it up to interpretation and it, it, it makes you think, okay, well, maybe this was delusional. Maybe this was all in Arthur's head. To me, that's just kind of lazy as well. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's such a lazy ending of, well, what do you think about it? It's like, no, just say something or don't. You know, it's like, it's, it's make your point or just leave it alone. Um, because I don't feel like they did a good job of, I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't have a problem if this movie wasn't called Joker. <laughs> if it was called anything, if it was just called, um, if it was called like Mad World or something like that, you know, that that, that would be an uh, an interesting movie because it, it talks about you know what happens when a person is pushed to the edge and then they do all these violent things. Um, and honestly, if this movie was not stylized to look like Taxi Driver, critics would not love it as much. The, I mean, it looks really nice. It looks nice. It's a good and looking it, movie. I mean. It's gr- it looks really grimy mm-hmm. and stuff, but yeah, honestly, the movie just did not do it for me. Yeah, I'm mm. disappointed, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I, the more I think about it, the the less I like it because I feel like it had a lot of good build up f- 
to say something mm-hmm. and then it kind of missed the, 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 you know, it missed the mark at the end. And then, you know, once that mark is missed, it kind of, any, anything that was decent um, build up before that kind of is just like, well, that was all for nothing. Mm-hmm. So Honestly, because pretty much it's a movie about a mentally ill man and his yeah. triggers. Yes. And he's like, they're yeah. trying to paint his triggers in a way to make you empathize and yeah honestly damien mm. not everybody will see it this way but it rubbed me the wrong way yeah that's how it it was painted to yeah. me i mean as i said probably the movie would have been a little bit better if we had delved into his past because you mm-hmm. know that there's a part where his parent his mother and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. maybe if they have de- delved into that more for me and you know build up from that yeah it would have been better for me but it's just about the triggers in society and like, yeah, if you do this to this person, don't be surprised that they lash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just, it's not painting the right message for me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's just it. That uh, I can definitely understand where you're coming from with that because it does, um, it does kind of, it, it, it blames society. You for remember the last line he said to the new- Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Um, and I just, I feel like oh, Lord. <laughs> there, there is something to say about, you know, if, if, uh, mm-hmm. if a society wants to, um, look at mentally ill people as, you know, mm-hmm. stop being sick, you know, without actually helping them to get better, you know, when, when, when a, a, a crazy person who, or, or sorry, that's probably derogatory. Um, when someone who is suffering as mentally ill and they lash out violently, I mean, you know, maybe if they got the medicine they needed, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. done that. Which, um, as as you said, there are different messages in this movie. Yeah. Like there, you know, it's saying we shouldn't treat people a certain way. Yeah. But it's just overall what this movie is really trying to point out. Yeah. And I just feel like the wrong message is going to be pointed out. I, it's not just that the it's wrong message is being pointed out. It's just that it leaves so much to interpretation that um, it, it, it causes people to take away something kind of harmful from it. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm not I'm not somebody who says you shouldn't make art because you know mm-hmm. people people will come away with it with whatever they want to say that's not your um, responsibility but it it you do have to kind of take into context you're making an, a movie about some very touchy subjects mm-hmm. you got to make it very carefully mm-hmm. and I don't think it was that carefully done um, that being said you know to close out this discussion. Um, I thought the filmmaking was really well done. Yeah, it was I really think, good. you know, very well done shots, you know, pacing was very well done in certain scenes. Um, you know, it kind of you, you you kind of feel like it's aimless or a little bit in the middle. Uh well acted across the board. I don't mm-hmm. think there was a bad performance. By the way, do you remember a couple of weeks ago Mark Maron got in trouble because he said he didn't like Marvel movies? And and you know, he was asked that question because he's in Joker. He's in Joker for like five minutes, mm-hmm. if that much. You know, like, so that's another case of controversy that did not need to happen. Um, And then there was a, what was I going to say? Right. um, The tension in the movie. I thought there were some very tense moments where I was just like, I'm I'm worried about what this guy is going to do. Especially at the end, you know, uh, when he's, um, when he's actually the the Joker. Yeah. Well, the most tense moment for me was when he was in the room with Zazie Beats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was also a very was, tense moment yeah. as well. She she doesn't get much to do in this movie, but you know she's mm-hmm. always good. Um, you know, I I don't know, I've, I don't know what I would give it. You know, because it's it's it, I gave it a five out of ten. 
five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds like a catch it on cable. Um, I I think I would give it a little bit more than that. I'd probably give it a half price, just because I think as an artistic effort, it's good, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a movie that you know I I am. Um, optimistic about people if you want to go out and see it and make your own opinion of it then no go problem ahead, go and do that um and i think if we did get more movies that tried to get to that point of being you know talking about very important issues mm-hmm. then even uh, and especially if you're going to put those important issues in like popular media like joker i think yeah. that's great i think that's a great no, that's idea really great just but just really be careful careful and flesh out your movie properly yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not fleshed out yeah and i feel like this movie was just so obsessed with arthur i feel like it, he needed somebody else you know he needed like um i don't yeah, know that's what i thought zazie beats was going to be there yeah. like like a rocker or something but she wasn't she was hardly in it yeah like it it needs somebody like you know travis bicker has um jodie foster's character in in um taxi driver and there's you know, we, whenever there's a Batman Joker story, it's always about their conflicting ideologies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a perfect, um, you know, character to have, which also gives you insight into Gotham City in this time, is if you had one of the detectives who is looking after him or mm-hmm. looking for him in the movie, if you had one of them as like a focal point who is, you know, always knocking on his door and you kind of see him investigating him back at the, the precinct and, you know, you get their opinions on you know, what this Joker character actually means for the city. I feel like that would have been a great character to have, really bring some balance to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just does feel kind of imbalanced and doesn't really feel all, feel all that well Honestly, put together. Honestly, I just wanted a better story about a mental, mentally ill man. Yeah. Descent into madness. Yeah. That well, would, that not would. madness, but violence. Violence, yeah. I just wanted a better story. And I... I, that story just didn't do it for me. Yeah, unfortunately not. Um, but I still give it a half price... It's a very low half price. It's not, isn't, it's, I don't think. Lowest half price. The lowest half price. <laughs> I think Shauna gives it like a low, low catch it on cable. Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's not entirely bad, but like the expectations that that I had going into the movie. Yeah. I mean, that was just not it. I was yeah. expecting to be blown away outside of the performance because i knew the performance was gonna be good but yeah. honestly it just didn't it didn't really move me yeah yeah i mean i just i just felt bad um at the end of it mm-hmm. i was just like uh, that you was that, that that last scene with the wing yeah <laughs> God. i mean let, let, i just let, i was just shaking my head I let's was just, just say like, there's wow. a particular scene involving the wayne family which has been in every single I was like wow and they were putting like it's like they were trying to put emphasis on it I'm like what are you doing yeah I think I think what that was supposed to be was I mean that's that's spoilers but um if you want to tune out for the next like that same uh minute or two I'll put like timestamps in it when I put it up but I think um if you go with the theory that not everything was um you're running out of time oh we're almost we need to catch up we need to rush through this um if you go through the theory that, you know, this was some of it was in his head, I'm thinking maybe at a certain point he was put into the hospital, heard about the Wayne killings, and he made up this, you know, story in his head that he was the cause of the violence that made the Waynes get murdered. Um, but again, movie doesn't really give you much to go on for that. That's just mm-hmm. really just my theory that I was thinking about after the fact. Um, all right, so Shauna has somewhere to rush off to, so we're going to rush through this real quick because we got about mm, 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, so next week, Shauna, you want to go first? Okay. 
What's right. coming out next week? Um, it feels like nothing. Adam's Family. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gemini, Gemini Man. Man yeah, and I something forgot. called Jexy, which is a comedy. What is Jexy? I, uh, you have so many Oh, I know this one. Or? This is um, Adam Devine, is a movie with John Lucas and Scott Moore, who, is our, who are directing it. Um, probably won't make that much money. I don't have that many tabs open. You just have like tab phobia or something. Um, <laughs> all right, let me just put these all side right. by side. And then, right. So we got Gemini Man and Adam's Family and Jexy coming out next week. And what do you say for next week? All right, for number one. I by the way, I want to um, just let people know I won last week. I was really. I was perfect. I was li- well. I, I, had, I don't know about that. I had Anyways, one number one is <laughs> Joker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joker for the for the repeat, huh? Yeah. Okay. Let me see how many theaters Gemini Man. Mm, oh, that's a good. That's a uh, thirty-five hundred. And Joker is at forty three hundred, um, and I don't I don't think it will reduce that many by next week. So, you know. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with Joker for the repeat. Uh huh. Okay. I'll go with Gemini Man at number two. Okay. I'll go with Adam's Family for number three. Mm-hmm. Um. I wonder if this Jexy movie is even going to break the top five. It's pretty low um, yeah. in the theater count. Let me see if what the theater counts for these are. Yeah, everything is over 3,000, so I don't think it's going to even crack the top five. It might. It might be low, but, you know, that's up no, to you. I'll go with Abominable for number four and Jexy uh, for number five. That makes me Just happy. Just keep it safe. Yeah. Okay, that's a very safe top five. Mm-hmm. Um, I might just steal it. <laughs> um... Gemini do what you always do and just switch something. <laughs> Come on, coward. Uh, no, if Gemini Man had 4,000 plus theaters, I would definitely put it at the top five because I know people are looking forward to seeing it just based on two Will Smiths. Like, it's double the Will Smith. Why wouldn't you want to go see that? <laughs> um, Joker at number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ooh, hmm. Adam's Family. At, hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put Adam's Family right. at number two. Gemini Man at number three. Um, I'm gonna put Downton Abbey at number four, and um, no, because Abominable's there. But then Anna's family would probably take away from Ab- Ab- Abominable. Um, <laughs> do I put Jexy at number five? I do not. I'm gonna put Abominable at number five. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's gonna be hard to figure out a winner next week because they're mm. very jumbled up. But yeah. um, that's the top five. So Shauna has Joker at number one, Gemini Man at number two, uh, Adam Family at number three, Abominable at number four, and Jexy at number five. I have Joker, then uh, Adam Family, Gemini Man, Downton Abbey, and then Abominable. So we will see who wins next week. Uh, just to give you some insight into the news. We have a few to talk about. Not too many. There was a lot. Just to mention what actually happened while we were off. Uh, I'm going to do like a rapid fire here. Yeah. First off, big news. Spider-Man's back. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, that happened last that week? That happened last week. Wow. And, and you made <laughs> us miss the episode. Um, but Spider-Man is back in the MCU. That happened over the weekend last weekend. Wait, are you sure? That, that, yes. That was last week. That felt like last last. A long time ago. No, no, no. It was last week. And um, yeah, so Spider-Man is back in the MCU. He's going to be back for one more 
um, Spider-Man focused movie and he will mm-hmm. also be in another Marvel project that has yet to be announced mm-hmm. most likely another big ensemble big, yeah. movie um, New Avengers but it's unprecedented move I mean it, it was unprecedented that they were going to come together in the first place for the yeah. for, for um, Civil War and onward mm-hmm. but uh, apparently Tom Holland is the one who put this together yeah, so I'm hearing yeah like apparently he called the head of Sony and the head of Disney and I was like yo guys just please, just, please I'm going to be together. honest with you I just feel like he threatened to leave <laughs> <laughs> I don't just know like, look, I just man, feel yeah look man I'm I'm a big star now all right. And, and you know what? That's good. He flexed his muscles. He was just like, I'm, I am why people come out to see Spider-Man. And you know why? It could be, uh, could be a serious thing because right now, if he leaves, mm-hmm. Sony will have to go recast Spider-Man again. Nobody wants that. And nobody really wants that. Yeah. And then that will probably throw off their... Because you know that Spider-Man made like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Introducing a new Spider-Man coupled with probably not so good reviews again. Yeah. That's probably going to not make them much money. So. New Spider-Man, new maybe a, even a new supporting cast, new mm-hmm. director. Like it would have been a whole new shakeup, yeah. and it would have taken time and money, and also exactly, it would have been delayed. which should have t- taken away from some of the um, momentum for the Spider-Man franchise. Exactly, and it seemed, and you know that. Remember how Far From Home ended? Yeah, people are actually looking forward to that. Yeah, because so it was a cliffhanger ending. I think it would have done. It wouldn't have been good for Sony. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, that that is true. I never considered that maybe he did say, I'm going to walk out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Sony says they're great. They're planning to make a Madam Web movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the character of Madam Web at mm-hmm. all. She is essentially um, this mystical kind of magic person who helps out Spider-Man with adventure sometimes. And she can see into the different dimensions. Mm-hmm. And she is just essentially like... Um, a, She's kind of like Yoda or Gandalf. Like she, she's this wise old woman that Spider-Man goes oh. to. Yeah, for certain. It shouldn't be a character that has her own movie. I'm going to say that right now. I mm-hmm. don't see a Madame Web movie working unless... Then again, that's the same thing person said about Venom. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but if they get... Helen Mirren to play Madame Web, mm-hmm. that would make that would make more that would be the best movie. That would in the make world. up for everything. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna show you Madame Web and you can tell me if you don't see Helen Mirren playing this character. Um like that the, yeah. this is Helen, this this is what she was made for. You know, this was this is gonna be her most iconic role. Um but she was very big in the Spider Man nineties cartoon. Um, she's been big in a certain video games. But doesn't it depend on which one? Because I'm seeing a younger a version younger one. and an older version. Yeah, so. I mean, if they do the younger version, that's just ageism right there. I mean, I think they, they, the classic Madame Web is sits in the chair blind and gray-haired with the black and white um, costume. So I think if they don't go with that, then they're not really being true to the character. Um, next, uh, rapid fire again. Kevin Feige is apparently going to be doing a Star Wars movie, which is huge news because he's the big guy at Marvel and he mm-hmm. is apparently going to be, God knows if he's going to stay, you know, working on Marvel while he's working on Star Wars. But, um, if he can do what he did for the Star Wars fan, what he did for the Marvel franchise to Star Wars, that would be great. Um, Travis Knight is going to be the new director of the Uncharted movie, which mm-hmm. also stars Tom Holland. Um, Travis Knight did Kuba and the Two Strings and also Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, which I like his directing style. I think he did a great job with I Bumblebee. I think he'll do a good one. I think he'll do a good one, yeah. Because Uncharted is very, you know, as I've said, it's kind of like Indiana Jones, a very adventure-oriented um, movie. So I think he should be good with that. Um, especially with Kuba and the Two Strings. He did mm. that whole 
trek across this you know huge fantastic journey i feel like he would do really well with uncharted which tends to go to different um locations throughout the games um maybe it will be the first like truly great video game movie um i don't think there's been a truly great one uh tomb raider wasn't bad jurassic world cast sam neill laura mm. dern laura dern and jeff goldblum um in the new movie that's coming out um Previously, we were talking about it where Sam Neill was very coy in an interview about whether or not he's going to be in it, but he's confirmed to be in it. And I said it last time, if they do that crap that they did in Jurassic World 2, where they had Jeff Goldblum come out at the very end for two minutes and then dip, that's, and that is the last Jurassic movie I'm watching. I am yeah. not giving them any more money. <laughs> um, but my mother was very excited about this because she loves the Jurassic franchise and she loves mm. the character of Alan Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think... So for this week... Of course, there was the Birds of Prey trailer that came mm-hmm. out. And there was also a trailer of a Kingsman. Uh, did you see? Oh, I didn't see the Kingsman. You didn't see the Kingsman? I one? saw the Birds of Prey. Um, it looks pretty. It is it's, very pretty. It's very colorful. Yes, it is. But honestly, I'm going to, rever- I'm going to reserve all comments until yeah. I see the movie. You have to. Yeah. You have to. I mean, not just because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a new franchise and everything, but it's a DC universe. It's, it's probably the most DC Universe movie that I've got in a while. Like, I think since Justice League, you know, we had Shazam, which was not really connected unless you count them mentioning Batman and Superman once or twice. Um, have there been other... Aquaman, which, of course, he was in Justice League, but there's nothing else in Aquaman that kind of refers to other characters in Justice League or in the DC Universe. Uh, Birds of Prey is literally Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad um, talking about her breakup with Joker which mm-hmm. is clearly something that happens after Suicide Squad because they were still together in that movie. Um, yeah, I think it's very pretty. I think it's a Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's called Birds of Prey and, and the... Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, it's a very long, very unique yeah. title. I think somebody, I think Ewan McGregor looks like he's going to have a great time in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing Black Mask or some villain. Um but you don't really get to see the other birds of prey. Like, you don't see Huntress or any of the other characters. Mm-hmm. So hopefully when we're seeing more of that, um, more trailers and stuff, it focuses less on Harley Quinn unless the whole movie is just about her. Which, you know, if you want to make a Harley Quinn movie, just call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool to see, you know, all these superhero female characters just walking out in that classic yeah. guy that usually just has all guys. You know, they had that shot in um, Endgame. But, I mean, that's one shot over the course of 22 movies. This mm-hmm. is a whole movie that is just focused on all these women in one team. So that's a pretty cool thing. It's, it's pretty. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's colorful. Sean, Sean just talking about the colors. Yeah. I just hope that it, it does develop those other characters well. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I'd like to see well-developed female characters in these movies. Um, the Kingsman trailer was, it was, you know, it's like every other Kingsman movie, but it's set in World War I. Um, and, you know, the reason for setting it in World War I, they were saying that right now it kind of feels like the world is on fire. Um, you know, you know, the American president, the British prime minister, Brexit, um, you know, there's there's conflicts in the Middle East still. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot going on around the world. And that's how it kind of felt in World War One when the mm-hmm. whole world was fighting against each other. So it's kind of like just showing people that, yo, we've been here before mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to pull ourselves out of it. Hopefully that's the message of the movie. Um, 
so that the um, the trailer looked good. It looked like a Kingsman movie. It it there's a a funny moment where you know the most experimental gadget that they have is a parachute because in the Kingsman yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was back in in 1914. So yeah. but in the Kingsman movies, I mean, they had that device that sucked out a bullet from your head. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the fact that this was the 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 hugely um, impressive gadget was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, the Kingsman trailer was pretty good. Uh, Matrix Four. This is the last news story I'm going to talk about because I know Sean has to go. But Matrix 4 is reportedly bringing in a young Neo and Morpheus, which um, I don't know about you, Shauna. That that doesn't sound... I don't know. We'll see how it we'll goes. We'll see where the story progresses. But I remember seeing a rumor like a couple months ago saying that Michael B. Jordan was going to be attached. So maybe that's our young Ooh, Morpheus. Young Morpheus. Yeah. You know, I was thinking John Boyega. Um, but yeah, Michael yeah, B. Jordan there, could do it. Yeah, yeah there was a rumor... Um, couple months ago where they were saying like michael b jordan will be in a new matrix movie i just don't i don't know how michael b jordan um i mean i mean if he's young he's gonna be more cocky than morpheus but michael b jordan is always pretty cocky or pretty like has a lot of attitude Mm -hmm. and morpheus is very chilled out in the you know when we see him in the um modern day so i don't know we'll see how that goes but um i would like to see michael b jordan it's young neo that i'm not sure of mm-hmm. i don't know how you get anybody to be keanu reeves like, <laughs> um th- you're th- gonna bring in what's his name ty sheridan ty- <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably probably yeah um or you know they could they could use de-aging technology you mm-hmm. know they, they, that's that's something that's all the rave right now um they're using it in in the irishman which i mean if scorsese is using um, de-aging technology, you know that it's um, good stuff. That also brings me to my last... I'm sorry, I know I said the Neo thing was the last <laughs> thing, but Scorsese said that um, Marvel yeah. movies are not cinema, cinema this week, and, and everybody lost their minds. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about his comments? I mean, it's bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, much respect to Scorsese. Yeah. I mean, he's one of everybody's favorite director. Yeah. But that's bullshit. Yeah. Because, as I said on Twitter... I mean, you are entitled to your opinion, yes, mm-hmm. but I can challenge a bullshit opinion. <laughs> and I can tell you this. Yeah. People genuinely enjoy Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It's not bad products. Yeah. And no, no. So okay, that's the thing that I think people are, are getting really upset about. I don't think he was saying they were bad. I just think he was saying that he, he said he doesn't watch them, so he's yeah. judging movies that he... he that's just, true. He's, he's judging movies he yeah, hasn't so seen. Yeah, so it's still... Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. So th- that's the thing. He's judging movies he hasn't seen. But it's also... I don't think Marvel movies are great art or anything. Yeah. But they're very entertaining. You know, yeah, people like them. Products. And I think... Yeah, I think they're very well-made, you know, action, superhero, you know, fun movies. Um, I do kind of see what he's saying about how they're not grand cinema... I mean, um, not but I don't think anybody wants it but to be. That's the thing. Not yeah. everything is going to be Goodfellas, and and that's what people yeah. don't understand. Or the Last Temptation you, of you, Christ. You, yeah. you have to have a little Fast and Furious. That's you have to have a little Marvel perfect. movies. That is a perfect. You, you have to have, have a little, a little Scream. You have to have those lesser kind. Well, not lesser. W- yeah, but you know, different. You know, yeah. yeah. So not everything is going to be um, Rashomon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. I mean. Persons are going to say, oh, yeah, he knows what he's saying. But honestly, he's basically judging a product that he doesn't even watch. He doesn't watch it. You know what? He's old. (laughs) So I'll just let it slide. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I don't I I don't think Marvel movies were ever intended to be those those movies that make you think about. Exactly. 
<laughs> well, they better than Transformers. Yeah. But I think I think that's the the worst thing is that people took it as he's basically comparing it to everything yeah. else like Transformers, which they're not. They're cut above that. I would say they're like the middle ground. Um, but anyway, the I know I'm so happy that you were here, Sean. I know you had a time crunch today, and I really appreciate it. Ah, no problem. Um, <laughs> and I, I I kept you running on with that that Joker conversation. God, yeah, heated. that was really long. It, it was long because <laughs> we had a lot to say because it's yeah. a it's a big movie. Um, yeah. but folks, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode. You can find the podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere that podcast can be found, you'll find Movie Money Refinance. You can also find it on DamienMichaelMovies.com and you can find me on Twitter at DamienMovies, that's D-A-M-I Movies, and find Shauna at Broke Film Critic. And you can find me on Instagram at DamienMichaelMovies. And yeah, that's going to be it for the show. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.